3: just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hi, this is
5: Mia. So before we get to today's episode, last Friday, the rank and file of the Burgerville Workers Union, which is the country's first successful fast food union, went on strike against a campaign of disciplinings and firings of primarily trans and POC workers by the bosses, who are once again trying to crush the union. The strike has worked so far, but they need support from the community to help pay workers and, you know, help these people feed their families so they can continue fighting the bosses' capitalism and building democracy in the workplace. You can go to bit.ly slash Defense to donate to their funds. Uh, we, will, we will have a link to that in the description. And yeah, thank you all so much. And now
3: on to the show. And welcome to "It Could Happen Sheer," part of Woolzone Media. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, DJ Danil, and I am joined by three wonderful people. One of which is actually going to lead us to the. Pro- I didn't press record on my own device. That is. Yeah, oh! do that again.
6: Oh! You have to do that all over. <laughs>
4: Amateur hour <laughs> I
3: cannot believe no. that I Wait, was just telling all, everybody to press record Should
6: we all make a new uh, file? No, no,
3: no, 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 okay. no, 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 no I'm, just gonna fucking, I'm so fucking yeah. stupid oh my okay. Don't we're kind of okay. I'm doing. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're gonna do it again It's I'm gonna be just it. as good But you know what? I'm keeping all of this in No, you're <laughs> anyway, Yes, I am yeah. uh, okay. Bah! And welcome to It Could Happen Sheer Part of the Wool Zone Media Network I am one of your hosts, DJ Daniel But really, I'm just gonna be listening as someone else walks us through i am joined by three wonderful co-hosts and i'm gonna let them introduce themselves how about we start with the person leading this conversation james how you doing i'm wonderful daniel i'm very excited and who are we joined by
4: shireen do you want to say hi do i want to say hi um <laughs> <laughs> this is what i sound like today everybody i
6: apologize uh, yeah. not part of the plan but hopefully this is a fun episode to listen to me sound like this this is shireen yeah i'm here
3: <laughs> Shireen is doing yeah. her uh, plague cosplay right now And we are joined yes. by one other wonderful person Would you like to introduce yourself?
5: Hi, yeah, Mia, Mia also here Yay uh, Knows nothing about sheep, very excited to learn <laughs> about sheep I'm very excited, yeah. even Same, though I yeah. sound
6: like this I need to be here, because I yeah. <laughs> I learned so much about chickens last yeah. time Now yeah, it's sheep
3: I, Yeah, We're so proud that you fought through the pain By the way, ba, shear, and wool is the full extent of my sheep knowledge So, you know, we got it all out of the way right there <laughs>
4: Great. All right, buddy. Well, let's Great. get going because I've got four pages of bullet points. Yes. Oh God. So this yeah. <laughs> could be a week <laughs> of sheep content. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So talking about sheep. Uh the reason we're talking about sheep, uh is A, because it's a passion of mine. Uh and, and B, because uh someone on the subreddit, uh who's I'm just gonna get their username quickly. I can't say it. The Katif. Catif? Katif. Uh we yeah, are one of those. Um uh, they they posted sheep every day until until they guessed the breed of sheep that I had in my mind. And when they guessed mm. that breed of sheep, I said I would do a sheep episode. Uh, that was two months ago. Uh, I think they did it while I was away <laughs> in the yeah. desert. Uh, it was like day like- four. They got it, they got it quick too. <laughs> no, they, they they got to like day. I just searched sheep on the subreddit. Uh, one of my friends, like they were like, Oh, I looked at the subreddit for your work stuff the other day, and it's just a lot of sheep, man. Like, What do you <laughs> do?
6: <laughs>
4: it's just a lot of sheep. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they did very well. They eventually picked the sheep, which was a Scotch blackface, um, mm. famous for being Justin Trudeau's favorite sheep. Uh, and. <laughs> 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 Got to get him well in while you can. Yeah, well you well can, done. Well strike done. Strike a I blow against the Canadians. I a joke about that. <laughs> I, I think it's impossible to say that on a podcast and not not try uh i think but yeah hopefully hopefully we've sailed through that one so when we're talking about sheep right when you're thinking of getting sheep the first thing i think you have to ask yourself is why um, and that is a good question because obviously they are a lot of work and um, they are like born ready to die and, and at every point in in the sheep <laughs> owning process. You, you, can't, are pro- you
6: can't just say that. You can't just say that. that True, we are
4: to all born ready to die. We're just here temporarily postponing the inevitable. Because oh, they're covered in wool and we dye the
3: wool. Smart. Yeah.
4: Oh. Daniel a, with one. the jokes cr- today. <laughs>
3: incredible.
4: I'm adding,
3: air, I'm adding air horns and bombs right there.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, Daniel, if you could give yourself like a big old symbol, uh, that would be great. Um, okay, so yeah, so ah. when you're looking at sheep, right, um, it's a lot of work, and, and um, but they're also very lovely. I, I enjoy sheep a lot. They can be very friendly. They're a nice animal. They're not like uh, like cattle. I don't, sheep seem more personable to me, and you know they're soft, which is nice. Uh, so when you're thinking about getting sheep, you're going to think: Do I want these sheep for meat? Uh, do I want these sheep for wool, or do I want these sheep for milk? Those are the three main reasons. Uh, there are also a thing called park sheep. Uh, the when we're talking about parks here, we're not talking about like uh, that they, they live in Central Park. Uh, we're talking about like the it's the big field in front of a rich person's house. I think this is probably a specifically British thing. Um, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are looking at me like it's a British thing. Um, it, it, <laughs> okay. So, big stately homes for rich people in rural England will have a big field in front of the home with a long driveway on it. That driveway is generally planted with big trees leading up to yes. the house. And it's like you've watched Downton Abbey I see that on you? TV. Yeah, We've yeah. Seen yeah I see. Mm-hmm. So like if you estate. can, yes, a country estate exactly. Um, so like in that country estate, uh. It's my dad, uh, my, both my parents in agriculture, and my dad worked for someone who had a large country estate at one point in my childhood. Um they would have sheep in that park, but like those sheep aren't really there to like make money, they're there to just look fancy. Um so that's where you get some really crazy really? sheep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Park sheep. So <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to go ahead and, and look wow. up Jacob's Jacob sheep, there's some there's some audience participation. So if you guys could open up a tab and Google a Jacob's a Jacob sheep um that's, that's a classic spelled like
3: spelled yep. jacob jacob
4: yep yep uh, whoa yeah oh my oh, god wow. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's called a polycerate sheep because it has multiple wow. horns i don't know if the ones you're I'm seeing have four horns but that's a classic jacob sheep and they're piebald right wow. so multiple colors um that's a, I-
6: I didn't know horns can, can look like that on a sheep. Oh,
4: yeah. There, there are quite a few polysearch sheep, Hebridean sheep. Wow. Um, sometimes Navajo churro sheep, huh. if you're in the United States, are like that too. Um, so, yeah, that's an option
3: for sheep. You know, just to paint a picture for anybody who's not also actively Googling this right now. Say you're driving in your car going for a walk Stop. with your dog and you can't you can't Google yeah. something. This is honestly, this is the sheep image that I think was thought of when people think of like devil sheep or I something like that. I was thinking the same thing. Like <laughs> these have sheep like two long horns out the top and horns out the sides. I may just be playing a lot of Diablo 4 right now, but I immediately <laughs> was like, ah, demon sheep
4: <laughs> If you check out a Hebridean sheep, they look like a, like a very death metal sheep. They're 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 all black. Oh, okay. Fuck you. Yeah. Hebridean? Hebridean uh, H-E-B-R-I-D-E-A-N. Uh,
3: H-E-B-R-I-D-E-A-N sheep yep
4: whoa oh
3: yeah same thing oh yeah yep. oh they do look yes. like double sheep a real baphomet Damn, looking sheep. Horns. yeah hell yeah I,
4: uh, so <laughs> th-
6: <laughs> they're terrifying are some... and cute at the same time yeah,
4: yeah that's what you yeah. want to strive for in life that's what i go for every time yeah, i get dressed in the morning Me too. yeah mm, yeah good um so you're looking at three different types of sheep right basically your meat breeds so they're going to grow quickly they're going to be bigger which is going to be something you have to take in consideration when you're handling the sheep, right? And they're going to have more lambs. Um do you got your wool breed so they might be a smaller. They may need shearing twice a year though, so that's something you're either going to have to do or find someone to do. Uh, and they'll give a more desirable wool, right? And there are different types of wool for different things, so that's something you might want to look into like if you're considering spinning or you know, you're getting these sheep primarily so you can go from like uh farm to jumper then you, you need to to like look into that, and um, I don't actually know how you sell wool in the US In the UK. It was kind of a centralized sale. Uh, it's not it's not worth fuck all uh, for the most part, at least um, unless you've got something like merino sheep. So like, don't be getting wool sheep and thinking like, oh hell yeah, I'm going to make my fortune in, in the wool market. Um, <laughs> that that ship <laughs> that ship has sailed uh, centuries ago. So kind of the classic sheep uh, you're looking at for like. A lot of the sheep that you're going to see, at least in the UK, uh, are very often mules. So that's a cross breed of sheep. Uh, it's a blue face or border Leicester ram over a hill breed ewe. So, hill breed sheeps are um, sheep, more hardy, right? They're the ones that live out on the um, Yorkshire Dales or up in the Lake District, right? When you see sheep up there, there's going to be hill breed sheep. One of the advantages of hill breeds is they can often be hefted. Uh, are we familiar with hefting? No. Never heard no, of it. Okay. That. Hefting is when a sheep knows where its home is, so it doesn't have to necessarily be fenced in. It will come back there. Um. Oh, uh, okay. So, for it's hefting, yeah, yeah, it, it it's but it's a, it's an animal that lives out on the hills, but like it knows where to come back to. It's not just going to like sort of go mincing off to try and explore somewhere new like it <laughs> will come back. Um that is not a characteristic of all breeds of sheep. Like you will talk about fencing. You definitely <laughs> Most sheep need to be fenced in or they will just get out. Um, some of them are very acrobatic. Uh, but yeah, these guys, they can be hefted hill breeds. Some hill breeds can be hefted. So um, what well, that means, it's passed down the maternal line. So you're going to have to to retain that maternal line, right? So as you're breeding your sheep, you're going to have to keep the ewe to the ewe lamb and you're going to have to keep that line because they will teach their lambs to where to come back to basically, right? Can I, can I ask a
6: really dumb question?
4: Please, Shereen.
6: I recognize it's dumb, and I can Google it later. But I need to know. Okay. I don't. As someone that doesn't eat a lot of meat, okay? Mm -hmm. Do we only eat lamb meat? Does anyone eat sheep meat? Mm -hmm. I've never heard of sheep meat.
4: Yeah, that's called mutton. I've never thought of it. Mutton. I
3: have heard of mutton.
4: That's but sheep. Yeah. Have you heard the have you heard the phrase mutton dressed as lamb? No. No, I think it's rather sexist. <laughs> that, one, that, 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 uh, it, that
5: seems like a British
4: one. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely probably a British one. I think it's rather sexist. Uh, it's used in a condescending way for people who you think are dressing too young for their age, I guess. Uh, oh. So you might be familiar with that. I thought it might be a good, but no, I thought I had a way to explain it to you. But no, mutton. Yeah, mutton is the older sheep. So there are some breeds that you get from mutton. It's not very popular. Like like a, Americans don't eat as much lamb as British people do. And, and I think New Zealand does eat a lot of it, too. But um, it's not as common here. It's, it's relatively common in the UK. Like, if you went to a supermarket, you'll see it. Mutton, not so much. Uh, you have to cook East it too. for longer and such. The Middle East loves mm-hmm. lamb. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. If, uh, if yeah, there's, there's, there's parts in the of China
5: that eat a lot of sheep, too. Mm-hmm.
4: Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there are lots of... It's, 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 a, it's a very hardy... Like, you can have sheep in a lot of places where you can't have cattle. They're much tougher animals, like, and they don't need as much grazing right there's just not as much biomass on a sheep uh so like that's why when you go to hillier parts of the uk you're going to see sheep uh, and not cattle because that that's the place where sheep can live they don't need as quality of grazing for the most part either um so uh I, I, let me go through a few breeds of sheep and then i'm going to go for what to what to look for when you're buying a sheep right um so just just some breeds that i've sort of uh gone off the top of my head here um Texels, uh, and you guys can look these up as we go. I think that will add add to the entertainment factor for the listeners at home. Uh, so Texels, um, they are big units. Not as big as some of the others that we're going to talk about. But they're thick. They're they're mostly like a meat meaty, oh. pretty lean meat. Yeah, ugly. Uh, they're kind of wide face, and kind of the big, sort of dominating eyebrows. Uh, they kind they kind of look like someone stuck a sh-
5: stuck like a sheep pen on a dog. Yes, 100%. yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, they're um, <laughs> they're actually nice sheep. They're not like we had Texels growing up. Um, the, the, there is mostly a meat sheep with a bit of wool. Uh, your next one might be a Border Leicester, uh, sometimes called a Blue Leicester. They're very recognizable, like the blue speckling on their face, and then a big Roman nose. I suppose like a domed nose. Oh, yeah, got a big big round um, one. Big yeah, round big one. big schnoot on them. Uh, so that's a very recognizable sheep. They uh, wow. again like a meat and wool sheep with slightly probably more desirable wool uh, than texels. They're also very good mothers. So that's something you're looking at with, with sheep, oh, right? Okay. Is, is it, is it going to raise its young? Is it going to stick around and look after them? And a uh, Border is good for that, which is why they're used in those mules that I spoke about. Like it's one of the reasons mm. that you crossbreed them with, with a hill sheep to make them more hardy. Right. Um, okay. This one is, is a clean um L L E Y N. Uh, because you probably wouldn't got that spelling organically. Uh, that, that's a Welsh word, and I'm probably mispronouncing it. Uh, but it, it, it's uh, that's a it's a meat sheep. It's it's also got desirable wool. It's also a good mother. They are big. Do- they're like they're big units. Uh, my mum yeah. uh, had those, and um, so when you, one of the things you're going to have to do when you have your sheep is you're going to have to clip their little feet. Uh, otherwise, they grow too long. Just like just like you have to clip your own fingernails, right? Otherwise, mm. get uh, so you need to do that so and there's a way to do it by sort of grabbing the front leg and sort of dropping your knee a little bit like you're, you're not just suplexing the sheep uh, in the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a light suplex
5: when you originally talk about hefting i assumed it was something to do with picking the sheep up for some
3: reason
6: yeah.
3: <laughs> newer, the newer term is rkoing your sheep <laughs> okay I,
4: yeah also I'm, this
3: uh, lean sheep looks like to me to me the lean sheep is it lean
4: clean clean mm-hmm. yeah that double l sound in welsh is uh it, it comes at you hard it's like interesting k- clean yeah. mm-hmm.
3: well either way this sheep to me looks like standard sheep you're like run-of-the-mill sheep when i google mm-hmm. sheep this is what i think of
4: yeah that's the ones i was sending you some pictures of yesterday ah, sometimes, sometimes i'll send pictures of sheep to the to the group chat um just for the it, increase the general sense of well-being
6: Mm-hmm. That's the only yeah. time I like the group chat. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Am I? I? don't know.
4: It's true. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it up for you. Just, just for you, Shane. I'll keep keep <laughs> sheep content coming. Um, you got the Jacob sheep, which we've spoken it's, about, right? So that's more of a, a park sheep. Um, it, it's a rare breed. So if, if you're interested in like a rare breed, it's a good thing to do, right? If you're just a person who's like, yeah, it'd be cool to have some sheep. I have some pasture. Maybe you want them on on a horse field because horses will mess up the grass on their own. And um, horses will will uh, shit in an area, and that will kind of sour the grass. And mm-hmm. horses will then not eat that grass. And um, so horses are not really, you know, on a great. They don't shit left. where they eat. They <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheep, Bam. on the other hand, Boom. will... Uh, yeah. <laughs> The horse knows the sheep doesn't, so uh, sometimes you have a few sheep oh, in no. with horses. They can be companions mm. as well. They, they oh. can be nice oh. companions. You know, th- that's where the phrase um, "get" Probably. you know the phrase "gets your goat." Something gets your goat.
6: Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah.
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from. Keeping a goat with a horse to keep it company. Nice. Uh, Wait, is a
6: sheep a goat?
4: No, different different animals. Oh
6: yeah.
4: Similar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> similar i'm sure there's some kind of genus species thing that i don't understand There maybe a different species they're of probably same somewhere
6: yeah in the mm-hmm. same tree
4: yeah, yeah. they're there yeah they're not a million miles apart um uh so you've got dorpers uh i think that's a cross between of a dorset and a persian uh they're, they're raised for mutton so that's if, if you're looking for your mutton shireen that's where you that's where you get that um they have multiple lambs a cool. year so, so some of these sheep will have can lamb more than once a year uh, Herdwick is a good hill breed. They're very hardy. Um, a lot of those are up around my dad, where my dad lives. Um, like I said, there are some rare breeds, um, which if you're interested in like having rare breed sheep just to preserve like a type of sheep, um, because obviously like the the more heritage breeds are not as commercially viable. So sometimes they get lost, right? Because they, they, they don't give you a better, a same return on investment. Um, so if you're interested in having sheep just because it's cool and it looks funky, uh, the Rare Breed Survival Trust is a place to like look. Um, I, I used to enjoy going there as a kid and seeing different sheep and uh, learning about... Like, different... But
6: that's not a good reason to get a sheep.
4: Is it? Well, if you, if you decide you want to have sheep anyway, right? Let's say you're um, like... I, I don't know to a calf's dispersion. So I was going to say a horsey person, uh, a, a person who owns horses. Word, um, you know, like if that is your thing a horse and you person. enjoy. Yeah. yeah, a horse person. Yeah, like a centaur. Yeah. If you're a centaur. <laughs> um, centaur, it. precisely. Yeah, mm, if you are half horse, then um, you know you want to you want to have sheep maybe to to check the, to to improve your pasture or to not let the horses sour up all the grass. That makes sense. Uh, then why not right like why not um because like if you get a if you get a meat sheep it's going to be bigger it's going to be more work if you get a, a a very a sheep that produces a lot of wool you're going to have to shear that a lot so maybe you just want a sheep that can kind of cruise uh, and, and be by itself right. then you know why not um yeah so uh we're going to talk very briefly about what to do when you buy a sheep uh, and then we're, we're going to pivot to some other things that you can buy, which are not as rewarding as sheep. Yeah, which is which is that's an ad break that we'll do after that, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks, Got buddy. It. Understood. Okay. Sorry, I, I missed uh, I
3: missed that part afterwards. I was like, wait, no, James, don't move on quite yet. But yes, I understand <laughs> now. I understand now. Very well done. <laughs> Thank
4: you, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> So when you're buying sheep, I think probably what you want to do is buy some ewes that have already been bred or a couple of ewes with twins. Um, They're, they're a flock animal, right? Like Sheep, aren't, they don't want to be on their own. So you don't just go and buy like one sheep and be like, yeah, I've got a sheep now. Like, that's not very nice. That's not. They'll be insecure and anxious. Oh. Um, so uh, they, they like to be with other sheep. So um, I think the way we used to do it when I was a kid was to get orphan lambs. And so like... Uh, the, the, the mother either rejects the lamb or or she dies um, <clears throat> give, giving birth, right? Whoa. Uh, which can happen. Uh-huh. Um, and we used to uh, then bottle feed those lambs. Uh, and like, you know, wh- when they're very little, if you go out on the hill. Do people have Argus in America? Sorry, oh, yeah. you're looking at... No, okay. Uh, d- like, it's a type of oven that, like, it's always on. It's a range cooker. Oh. No people are people no okay yeah i can (laughs) remember like right way i don't know what
6: sheep are if they're goats or not (laughs) you want me to know if whatever the fuck you're talking about
4: no (laughs) yeah it's good it's so much learning it's it's type of oven that uh like is in old houses and also rich people's houses now it's become like a trendy thing uh but like way back in the day i can remember uh like putting lambs in the bottom oven which is like warm but like not cooking warm just like like warm warm when they were very little and they uh needed to warm up mm. um so with orphan lambs right you're going to bottle feed them uh you're going to do the stuff that their mother does for them so that's a lot of work um but you know it's a way to get going but they are more fragile when they're young so what i would suggest is buying a couple of ewes that have been bred um and then you just want to uh either like if you go locally to somewhere, then you'll you'll know that this is a type of sheep that can survive in the type of pasture that's near you. This is a type of sheep that can survive in the climate that you have with the food sort of available where you are. Um, so that's probably a good thing. And then you just want to check that the sheep has some weight on it, right? And you want to check its teeth, of course, like any livestock. You want to be checking their teeth when you're buying them. Um, and then a thing I've run into... Well, what what in, are you...
5: Sorry, what are you looking for on the teeth?
4: Well, if they're all fucked up, like that, sheep is not healthy, right? Like, like receding gums uh, or mm. like kind of if it's much older, that's you can tell. You can normally age an animal by looking at its teeth, right? Like if you find a, um, mm. if you find a, a, a the remains of an animal, it's one way to see the age it. of it. Um, so yeah, you you go to the auction, right? Are you, and you do want to check the vaccine status as well. Um, I've only really come across this in the United States uh, recently. Some people were rage posting on the uh, the place I go to to buy chickens. Uh, because it didn't want to buy vaccinated chickens, uh, which is oh just a oh yeah fucking yeah fucking the, the, the animal oh wow yeah because uh. Bill Gates wants to know what your chicken is thinking right, which is why he microchips it yeah absolute <laughs> oh pricks um, yeah if you don't want to buy vaccine I don't know right. I, yeah if you're listening to the show then this is not a concern of ours I don't think but yeah check the vaccine status <laughs> just in case you got some wahoo trying to sell you some sheep which are more likely to get sick um, so yeah what, what uh, if you were uh, I can't fucking come up with an ad. I don't know. If if you want to buy something that's no use to you and won't give you joy instead of sheep, here are some adverts.
0: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products.
4: Okay, so we're back, and we're still talking about sheep. Uh, we probably will be for quite some time. So we're on page one. Um, so sheep are actually they're quite clever. Um, sheep can recognize human faces. They'll know who you are. Um, i have definitely, definitely know that. Um, like Especially the sheep that we bottle-fed from when they were babies, right? They definitely knew who we were. Um, and they can be very friendly. Cool. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. They'll come up to you, and they'll sort of nuzzle you, and you can rub them. Oh. Our sheep were polled. That's another thing to think about when you're getting a sheep, right? A polled sheep doesn't have horns, uh, whereas mm. um, some, some people have horns, some people have more horns. Um, so, uh, yeah, they can recognize your faces. They can learn names. If they have a name, they can learn their name. Um, wow. They also like, know that they're sheep. So, like, uh, I know my mum would just go out and go, like, sheep, and then she'd feed them and they'd come. <laughs> um, uh, so, that's the thing. Uh, you know, they've they got a positive reinforcement mechanism. Um, you can train sheep to go on a lead. Um, so another reason you might want to get sheep is you're getting into, into showing, right? Uh, a nice thing to do if you, if you, you know, are strange like me, I suppose, is go to like an agricultural show and look at different types of sheep. I like to do that. Um, it's, it's, they can be really expensive now because it's also the county fair. And so like people are going in to eat mm. like deep fried stuff, um, which doesn't interest me as much. But uh, if, if you want to go yeah, and see... Yeah, yeah. We could go together, Dan. I'll get a, get a super that saver. That sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. We'll like split up
3: and then meet back at the end and
4: be like, how was your day? I'm going to be like, mine <laughs> was bad. It was yeah. bad. <laughs> you won't be saddled with regret if you look at sheep and indigestion. <laughs> uh, so yeah, consider. Yeah, But it's nice to go, right? See, see the breeds that are popular in your area, see different types of sheep and what people will do at least. Uh, I, I've never been to a, a, like an actual sort of showing sheep. I'll just go to the to the San Diego County Fair and look the animals but i've not been to a show where you walk around with them in the u.s but uh, i used to do that when i was a kid i think of you know go to the (gasps) village show or whatever and take the sheep and walk it around and then they'll judge your sheep right if it's up to the breed standards or what have you um so yeah they can go on a lead they like more of like a halter like around the Mm -hmm. nose um so not not like a collar um that's a thing that, that you can do. That's that interests you if you want to get into sheep showing. If that's the case, you're gonna to want to get like a, a pedigree sheep, right? And you know, really get into it. You're gonna drop some money. Uh it, it's not really like I we I was never a, a very serious sheep show to be clear. It's just a thing for your child to do uh when you grow up in a rural area. Um they uh they, like I said they like to be together in groups. They're pretty docile. Like sheep aren't gonna fight you. Um I've definitely definitely like when I was at university and stuff, friends would come home and they'd be very scared of the sheep. There's no reason to be scared of sheep. Um, like I've, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone being hurt by a sheep. I mean, hurt, maybe. What about maybe. a ram? Yeah, I mean, what? They're going to come at you a bit sometimes. They're angry or whatever. But, like, it's a sheep. Like, it, it, it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like, if, I would That's back so you, Shireen, if it came to it. Yeah. Okay, um, thank you. Yeah, like... Uh, Yes and their horns are mostly like not pointed towards you. Like mm, I right. I have been gored by a bull, right? Like I I've experienced yeah. right. Uh, right. Right. like livestock related injury.
3: Sheep is definitely on the list of animals I'm pretty sure I could take.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah.
6: This next fact is fascinating to me. Can we get to this fact?
4: Yeah, sure. So the, definitely if you're thinking of breeding getting rams, uh, about like 8 8% are, are going to be gay. It's just a thing that's going to happen, right? Uh, <laughs> gay sheep, gay sheep. Get yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you wait till we get to the next one. Yeah. It, it's just a thing, right? You're going to get a sheep that's gay. It, it's it's a natural part of uh, the diversity of any species. Like, I kind of definitely know people who <laughs> yeah. spent a lot of money on pedigree rams and they've turned out to be gay. It's, it's, it's what it is, right? Like, <laughs> I love that. gets me about this weird, stupid American, <laughs> it's not just an American thing, but this like, oh, it's not natural, whatever. Like, I don't know, anyone who's worked with livestock in their life will for for a a number of years will tell you that they've come across a gay sheep uh, or cow or what have you. Um, Some you're also going to get sometimes um, some sheep are called free Martins. Uh, It's it's a trans mask sheep uh, for the most part. It actually has some biological differences. Um, So like, yeah, what it is, is there's a female that's been accompanied. uh, So like they're twins or triplets or quads sometimes. Uh, that has been accompanied by a male fetus in utero. So they behave in a masculine way and they might lack functioning ovaries. Um yeah, you're gonna get those two, right? So they're gonna be a bit more aggro like a ram, a bunny and stuff, but um it's just a thing. It's part of natural diversity in species. You're gonna see it. You know, you might have a gay sheep. Lucky you, right? Uh you know, cherish it. Uh take it, you know, be nice to it. So white fleeces, right? Generally, we think of sheep, but like Daniel was saying you're going to think of a white fleece. That's uh, that wild sheep are often brown, right? It's uh, being white. It's not a great camouflage trait. So when we see a uh, when we see a white sheep, that's because it's generally been selected, right? So when you looked at the Jacob sheep, they, they were piebald, right? They had bits of brown on them on the white fleece. Being white, however, appears to be a dominant trait, so it's very very quickly. Um, and then if you, if you're looking at the wool of a sheep, you want to consider if you want fine, medium, or coarse wool. Long wool sheep, right? If you look up sheep with long wool, there's some amazing uh, breeds out there. Um, Those are mostly for breeding to get more desirable wool characteristics. Like long wool sheep, Mm. uh, it's going to be quite hard to uh, look after that sheep, right? Stop its wool getting matted and stuff. Um, So now we're going to get to fencing. It's an important topic. Uh, So uh, you want your fencing to be about chest high. Obviously, it depends on your height. Like if you're a smaller person, a bit higher, whatever. Uh, But like, we would generally use post and rail fencing um you don't see that as much in, in the US but uh it's it, name's pretty self-explanatory right bang in a post rail across the middle bang in a post rail across the middle um oh. and then you're gonna want some netting uh you don't have to use like with chickens we talked about using construction netting right like very thin wire just so that like uh, things like snakes and rats don't get in with cheap you don't need that the um you can go with a a, a wider mesh probably four or five inches across yeah. um and it, that's going to be cheaper for you as you're building the fence. Um, You can also use electric fences, and you can use those to rotate the pasture, which is a good idea. So the sheep kind of graze one area, then you move them across to another area, that area recovers. You move the sheep to the next area, they graze that area while the other areas recover. Okay? Sure, you learned about this in Question school, surely, right? Yeah. Yeah,
3: surely. I'm curious, how does the electric fencing do that? Are you constantly moving it, and is that just like, when the sheep touch it, they're like, oh, not that way, and go back? Like, what is electric <laughs> <laughs> then fencing
4: then, Oh, okay. Well, they're not thick. They'll touch it once, and then they won't go. Maybe twice. And gonna... well, yeah. No, I've been mean, precisely. Yeah. Um, but so, how is it doing that? It's so the electric fences are like plastic posts that you stick in the ground, and then it has a metal spike on the end, and then it's got this. It's about that wide, it's about an inch wide. It's a it's a uh, ribbon with little metal bits in it, and you the post has a way of securing that ribbon to it, so you can move that fencing around. Okay. Um, cool. So so yeah. the reason. I mean, it, it, it being electrified is kind of like secondary
3: it's mostly that it's a movable fence post that's why you're yeah, using it for well, the grazing purposes
4: yeah it doesn't have the same um the same structure as a normal fence so it, it has mm-hmm. gaps which a sheep probably could slip through if it was just wire mm-hmm. because it's electric it's not going to try and nuzzle its way through because right, right. it's going to get shocked so if you're using electric fence just like uh the, you know the classic way to tell if it's on right is, is you pick up a piece of grass and then you just touch the fence with the grass um because the grass is a poor conductor, you're going to feel a little is bit it, of a shock. Are you but you're,
3: trolling right now? No, 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 for real. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is what you do. Uh, like,
4: right. uh, yeah, no, you touch it with a piece of grass, and uh, that's gonna, you're going to get like a, a slight like tingle, but you're not going to get a full whack. Like, uh, it, growing Got up, it. we had electric fences all over the place. Right, I've run into them when I was a kid and taken a a whack. Or like, the, you know, the posts have a big spike on the end, so that's a very fun to throw at your friends. Mm. Uh, uh, if you know cool. you cause lasting <laughs> injury uh but um yeah it's, electric fencing is handy uh you just hook it up to a car battery basically so you Perfect. like yeah no it's a, it's a good way to segment your field if you have one field you know if you're not rotating the Sheep? Did you really not learn about field rotation? Sorry, I'm constantly amazed by the things that I did in school that Americans don't do <laughs> in school. Not at all. Ag- no. Agriculture have, no, in any yeah. capacity.
3: Yeah, there was no agriculture well, training. Uh, I mean, the, at least
6: in my school. The only farm like. I saw was on, like, the tub of butter. Yeah. Like, that's literally what the mic's
3: is. I drove past farms. Yeah.
5: I, th- I think I grew up closer than you two did, which I had a corn in my backyard. And they were, okay, I, I we didn't have agricultural education at, like, my school. But, like, there were schools that, like, I went to to do, like, play chess just glassy. Well, I don't. Know. I was. I was a nerd. Mm-hmm. Hell but yeah! But like, there, 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 there were lots of schools that like did stuff like that because they were in like more rural parts of Illinois. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. is a thing here. I think it's just uh, we didn't grow up in the <laughs> relationship. I think
4: I learned it in the context of like the enclosure of the commons and the four field rotation and like using legumes to fix nitrogen in the soil. Um, what again? Okay, no, blank, we blank, blank. I learned all that. Blank faces. I learned that in yeah. college. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, different strokes for different folks. Uh, I, you know, That's at me wild. on twi- Twitter.com if you learned about legumes in school. Um, so to, to be clear, you got your fe- would have yeah.
3: preferred to learn about that. Just to be clear, yeah, same, like same. algebra two, forget it. I would much rather yeah. learn about legumes.
4: Well have you used algebra? Not Don. Someone else is using yeah. it, but you know you. Could, yeah, think of what you could be doing with nitrogen right now if you, uh, if you were growing some peas. Yeah. Uh, what if in, in, incredible things yeah um, so with your sheep uh, depending on the breed you're going to need shelter right so that shelter could be something like a copse uh, a little copse of trees um, that's a small it's bigger smaller than a wood uh, is a copse uh, so you're going to need a decent amount of trees for them to shelter some will need more shelter than others right depending on how hardy they are um, some of them will want to lamb inside um, and some of them are able to lamb outside, uh, but they—they they all will need some shelter in foul weather, right? Um, and you'll see that they're very good at like knowing where to shelter. But then gotta, you got—you can't just leave them out. Like when I'm in agricultural states in America, where these giant prairies, you know, that you don't have hedgerows in the same way that, mm-hmm. that we did where I grew up. Um, then you—if you are there and you're trying to have some sheep, you're going to need to build a little shelter for them. Um, is that's a question about the shelter? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: is it what's what's the shape of the shelter is it kind of like is it like a house is it more like barn like
4: it, so it's depending on the breed no not like barn you have a barn to bring them in like so we used a lamb okay. inside right and then you just use pallets to divide it up and, and the pallets you put each of you in there with her lamb. um okay uh, and we'll get on so to my that all um, cops
3: are barns joke is not gonna happen okay
4: <laughs> sorry daniel no
3: problem.
4: Uh, that's okay i've let you down again um, that's okay it's not on you <laughs> But yeah, you'll see all kinds of things. You'll see, <laughs> thanks. You'll see it like people just build little stone shelters. Um, you know, if you have a if you have a prevailing wind that's uh-huh. like rips through and it's cold wind, then you know you might want to build something just to shelter them from that prevailing wind. But they they just oh, yeah. you know if it's like a big undifferentiated prairie, and especially lambs, right? They're more fragile because they're younger. And sometimes you'll see the lambs wearing the little coats, um, little little jackets <laughs> that they can oh. wear. Um, Love the, that. Yeah, you can Google that. Uh, just like do your lambs, orange jacket. Um, oh! You can get these little, little plastic jackets for them. But that you do, you do need to be cautious with lambs when they're young. Sometimes, like I say, you'll you have them inside. Um, thing with sheep uh, regarding feeding is that they are ruminants. Uh, do we know what ruminant animals are? No. No. Yeah, absolutely. No. Massively failed by your educations. <laughs> um, it's a a, a a ruminant. It chews the cud. Um, so when, it, when ah. it eats the food, right, it goes to the rumen, and then uh, it holds the food, the food's regurgitated. What are you
6: saying? <laughs> what, are you, what are these
5: words? Oh, it's
4: like a cow. It has, like, multiple stomachs? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, it's yeah. Like, well, so it's, like the it's,
3: rumen, a- like, the first stomach?
4: Yeah. Uh, okay. So the rumen's okay. the big stomach, right? And it's in there that uh, it's like a storage space, really. Uh, so the food goes in there, chills for a bit, and then it's regurgitated, chewed back up, and then re-swallowed. And that is the cud that's chew- that that process the, is called the chewing cut. the cud. yeah, chewing
3: the cud. Now mm. is the right. So so is that entire <laughs> process chewing the cud, like it going into the ruminant and then being regurgitated? or is it strictly just the chewing that happened before they eat it again?
4: I th- it, well, it's a, it's a chewing that happens when they eat it again, right? So, like, the, the first Fair. eating, it's just eating. The second eating, right. it's che- Shireen's having a chewing physical guy. reaction. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking
3: gnarly. Yeah. It is gnarly. It's extremely gnarly.
4: <laughs> that's how they get the most out of, like, this relatively lean pasture, right? It's a very clever adaption. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's how uh, that's how sheep eat. So that means that they need to have access to pasture. Um, they also need lots of water, um, so you, you, again, if you're in like a desert place, I I should ask Navajo folks. I know Navajo f- folks. I should ask them how they do with their churro sheep because it's not not a densely watered place there. Um, but generally, they they need access to water. I'm sure they have they have places where they have good access to water. And then you like I said, you do want to rotate them around, right? You can feed them. You can supplement with like hay or haylage or silage stuff like that. But I, I, you shouldn't rely like, like you can't keep your feet sheep in a place where there's no pasture really you don't want to be feeding them all year they need varied pasture right with different things you know clovers and and, and grasses and um the stuff that's poisonous for them so like, there are different weeds that are poisonous for them you're just going to want to it depends where you live right If you're listening to this in the uk it's different to north america probably different to south right. america so you, you'll want to check that out again when you're buying a sheep you could ask these kind of questions and go ahead and pull those out um so so you can you can feed them grain but uh you really only want to do that sort of during or just before lambing. Uh it can lead to overfeeding. It's too rich for them, right? Like they're designed with this ruminant system to, you know, have these green leafy things. Um yeah, people can use uh bagged feeds too. Uh, you know, again, you don't want to rely on those the whole time. They're expensive. Don't use cow food. Uh like bagged cattle food It's not gonna work for sheep. Um and they need a, a like a mineral lick too. Um. So you're like I'm sure you're all familiar with salt licks. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. That's it's a similar thing, right? Hell um, yeah. It, they'll just come up and lick that. They know when they need the oh. salt or the minerals. So they just they they know, so they'll just come come and lick it. Um. So you just put that out in the field. It's pretty chill. Um, don't let them, so a big problem we had was like we had some sheep in the field next to our house. They were our sheep, they were someone else's sheep, but like they're forever getting into the garden, mainly because I'm terrible at closing gates and doors. Um, and and so they would get into the garden. You do want to be careful. They will go ham. Like it is the time of their lives when they get in your garden and they can eat all your plants. But um, you do want to watch out for things like rhododendron, which can be dangerous to them. Um, they can be poisonous. So, if you've got stuff in your garden, either don't have stuff that's poisonous to sheep, or, or be aware. Um, you know, if they're getting in there, head to the rhododendrons and head them off at the pass. Um, Shireen, would would you like to insert your well? Just from- as
6: you're, you're just the shepherd, and we are the herd <laughs> following you. <laughs> and so, to everyone that wants to be a sheep, listen to these ads.
1: Right
2: Rug Flooring.
4: We're back, uh, my sheep We're back. And, <laughs> 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 I laughed. Unparalleled. I that that sounded. Yeah. <laughs> we need Dan more podcast. This kind of power energy is magical. Um, so yeah, shearing right, shearing sheep. A very important mm-hmm. part of having sheep. Um, so this can be hard to master if you're trying to get the wool off in like a full fleece, which is ideally how you want to do it, right? You don't. You're not just like. It's not like when you go to the barbers, you know. And they just go at you and there's hair on the floor. You're looking to take it off as a complete fleece. And there's a technique to that. Um, it's, it's You're just not going you know, to fucking get it straight away. Like you're going to have to learn or you're going to have to pay someone to do it. Uh, I don't really know how that works in America again, because like there's not such a density of sheep. So maybe there's not someone who does it. Um, and lots of this stuff, like getting your ewes ultrasounded when they're pregnant. Not sure how, how you go about that um, in an affordable manner in the United States. Like if you have a large animal vet, you can ask them, but you do want to do that right to check that how many lambs you've got and stuff um of course. but but uh yeah so if i guess you're just going to have to learn or give it a try like as long as you're not hurting the sheep if you're taking it off in clumps i suppose it's not that bad just you know but you don't want to be nipping and hurting the, the sheep itself when you're shearing right um and that's just like if you uh if you're a person who shaves or uh, um you know cuts her own hair or what have you you know it's not pleasant if you nick the skin um yeah so, do sheep
6: need to get rid of the hair?
4: Yes, uh, but then so, how?
6: If we didn't exist, how would they do that?
4: Well, we wouldn't Great have question. bred them selectively to have such dense and long fleeces if we didn't exist. Right. So, there are hair sheep, which which have hair instead of wool, mm. and and those sheep don't need to um, don't need to be shorn. But because for centuries we've bred them to be woollier because we like the mm. wool, then now we have we've made our bed and we have to line it. Right, like we. Uh, the sheep depend on us, and we depend on the sheep. It, it's like it's like the yin and yang, and um, you know, of sheep husbandry. The yin and yang that, uh, that
3: we created without their permission. Yeah, yeah, right, yes, yeah, right. yeah. The sheep, sheep the is not into this. that has been forced <laughs> upon them.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a. It's, a, it's not a. Uh, not a uh, consensual relationship. Um, right. So yeah, what will happen, Shireen, if you don't shear them? And some some you'll need to do twice a year, some once a year, some you won't at all if they're hair sheep, right? But um, they'll get like matted wool. So like the the like the poo and other things will like kind of, like just if you like if you don't wash your hair for a long time, you know it gets kind of knotted and matted. Got um, it, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. So that and also they can get overheated. Say right? no more. Say no more. <laughs> I yeah, you want me to go further? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. So I, that
6: makes sense, though. That makes sense.
4: Yeah, I don't know how you sell wool in the USA. Uh, You know, just get on Etsy and do something with it if if you want to sell it. I suppose Um, you know, learn to learn to spin. Get a spinning wheel. You learn to card, card the wool, and then spin it, and then uh, knit it, and then sell it. I suppose or keep things for yourself. It'd be fun, you know, if you have free time. What is carding? Yeah, it's when you're like like taking the wool and like like combing it, uh huh, Uh, like pulling it. Um, I'm not super familiar with stuff. But I remember again. Uh, see, it's just a different world, isn't it? See, we we would go to like the Black Country Museum when I was a kid in school. Um, uh-huh. not 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 a racial thing. Um, it's just a. Uh, it's it's a part of um it's part of Britain where uh, there was a lot of industry, uh, and one of the things they would do was like, oh, this is how people used to to do wool. Um, you know, like the spinning. Uh, jenny and and like before that like in cottage industry when people would make it at home okay or like when you go to the breed survival trust i I think i bet they'll let you do some spinning or carding when you're going there um, i i got a
3: quick explanation for you got a quick Mm -hmm. explanation for you so uh if if for those folks at home who have uh hairy animals you know those kind of like brushes that have fine little metal bristles on them and you're brushing you just take off like a huge clump of hair now imagine that you take a Mm -hmm. imagine you take a fresh piece of wool straight off of the sheep and you put it on there and then you just kind of tease it out to form it into what looks more like, like raw wool that you're used to, as opposed Mm -hmm. to looking like it was just taken off a sheep, you're turning into the raw wool that will then be spun. Um, I'm looking at it right now and uh, Mm -hmm. it looks absolutely exhausting. Yes. Fun. Sorry. Yes. Fun. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Fun. Good thing to do. You know, like, uh, Once Twitter inevitably collapses, we can return uh, with a V to to tradition and and do this sort of stuff instead. Uh, There you go. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Elon Musk and all the other alpha male return to tradition, people already do it. Um, It's nice for your hands. It's very nice for your hands, just generally handling, because they have lanolin, right? Lanolin, this kind of natural, I think it's like a soap thing, like it makes lathering, but it's very good for softening your skin, so... You'll see you'll notice it's nice for your hands when you're handling the sheep, right? Um you'll notice that's nice hand feeling. Um it's not expensive, like hand cream. Uh you're gonna have to make sure that you trim your sheep's hooves. So depending on your size and the sheep size and your yeah, and your sort of skill um handling sheep, uh, you might want to get a sheep flipper. Uh we got one for my mum a couple of years ago. It's just a it's just a device that helps you turn the sheep so that you can clip its hooves. <gasps> um uh, instead of just getting in there with the knee and There's a way to do it. And a lot of this stuff you can learn on YouTube. Like uh, I have I, I checked before this and there's definitely videos on how to turn them over and um, clip the hooves. So um, yeah, you, you can give it a try, that doesn't work. You can get a sheep flipper. Um, you, <laughs> you you sort of yeah you sort of drop your knee into it and turn it over um
5: i'm so happy that there is an advice that exists called the sheep flipper <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, this has made my day immeasurably better oh yeah 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 i'll send you some videos um there's, there's some good videos of me uh trying to turn my mum's sheep like so we can clip their hooves and it was like wet and slippery and me just fetching myself on my ass instead and the uh, sheep just like making a bid for freedom um so, yeah, you watch a couple of videos, you can work it out. And if that doesn't work for you, you can get a sheep, sheep flipper. You're going to have to do things like dipping and deworming your sheep too. Right? So you're, um, you, the wormer you just put in their mouth, it's like a little, it goes in the mouth and you squeeze. Um, I guess It looks a bit like a gun, I suppose, or like a, it's like a little tiny pipe, like maybe a quarter of an inch size of your pinky and it goes in and you press thing and it dispenses a dose it just kind of just gets it behind their tongue so they don't spit it out dispenses a bit of wormer
3: gun was the uh perfect word to use for my americanized brain i'm, I'm totally
4: yeah with that. i thought yeah yeah i was gonna you know i was thinking gun hot dog bald eagle yeah. what reference right. um, would you understand um right so uh you know you're gonna also have to dip your sheep to prevent things like scab um and so that's just literally when the sheep uh dipped in in this stuff that sort of cleans them right um so uh, you, there are mobile sheep dips, or so you can just go to a sheep dip, take take a sheep to a sheep dip, and do it there. Again, I'm not, I've, I've never seen one in the US. I'm sure there are some, um, but I'm um, I'm not sure how you do this. I think you can also spray them for this, um, and you'll want to check obviously what kind of dips are legal. legal um, and you don't want to be dipping them with cuts. So like if you have just been through your shearing and you've cut them up that's not a good time to do it and you don't want to dip thirsty sheep either uh, for obvious reasons right because what they're going into is not something you want <laughs> to be drinking um so predation predation's uh, an interesting topic uh, sheep are not really great at defending themselves and um, they're just kind of big floofs they can sort of butt a little bit with their heads and then they do do that um and they'll defend their their uh their little lambs and when we were little and we had dogs if the dog when it was a puppy would chase sheep you could put the dog in a little pen with a ewe and her lambs and the ewe would be like okay hey, get away get away get away leave my lambs mm. alone and that, that then the dog would would be less likely to chase sheep again because it's had this probably not great to give the dog a traumatic experience and the ewe i suppose <laughs> um, but they they'll defend their their lambs like that, but you know when you've got especially if you're in North America, right? You've got like mountain lions, you've got coyotes, you've got uh, bobcats, you got all kinds of bigger stuff than I'm used to. Um, so a couple of options there. Um, you've got guardian animals, right? So something like a llama, a donkey, uh, or like a livestock guardian dog. Um, Mia's enjoying the idea of a guardian donkey. Um, but you know a couple of different benefits to each one of it llama llama can be pretty mean and um, i'm sure you guys have seen <laughs> them like uh, i've been spat on by a few llama mm. uh, they'll they're spit yeah, right and then they'll kick yeah then they're bitey and it's just really sort of obnoxious um creatures but uh that yeah that they don't mess about so those are decent uh you know it looks like one of the sheep is just wildly deformed if it's running around with the sheep um you can get donkey donkeys also quite defensive and very loud so you know if your sheep are in in a field near your house and you have a donkey it's going to kick off at night something happens mm. making its characteristic donkey noises and, and that will give you chance to uh to uh respond and then you've got your livestock uh guardian breeds right like, like pyrenees um this is a great example um People will probably have seen my pictures of the Extensis Unicorn Ranch. They have uh, Pyrenees dogs, um, very helpful actually when you're being attacked by bigots, because uh, the dogs the dogs will bark. Um, but guardian dogs are like inherently they want to guard your sheep, right? so they'll just go out there and they'll you know move among the flock and they'll bark and, and run off any um, attackers. And they're very that again, it's entirely in their breeding to do it. Um, it's very funny, actually, because Chuds have this, like, I'm a sheepdog thing, you know, when, when they walk around with, like, five knives and, and two guns and, and a pepper mm-hmm. spray. Uh, and then they always have a picture of Border Collie. Border, that is not what a Border Collie dogs. A Border Collie <laughs> is like a, a dog with extreme anxiety that is obsessed with collective security <laughs> and uh, will just, like, Border Collies naturally herd things, right? So I'm sure, like, you've seen, uh, have people seen, like, One Man His Dog, the TV program? no nope. nope. okay. again uh used to be on a sunday <laughs> nights what? when i was little uh it's it's a competition a, she, a sheep herding with dogs competition uh um, that rules yeah oh <laughs> it's, yeah Perhaps uh one of the more i've met american people who do this competitively uh, uh but um True. i think it's more of a, a hobby than than a way of life but uh yeah so if you you can google one man and his dog and watch different competitions uh obviously it's not gendered uh, and it can be a person and their dog um, but um, yeah that's what border collies do right they herd the sheep and when they're little like you can start them out with herding chickens or ducks in your, in your uh, like if you have a farmyard they'll they'll go out there and herd ducks just by themselves they want to do it um, they're just in their breeding but a, a guardian dog does not do that it, it just protects but I think like this is one of the things that we spoke about with with chickens right like if you want to have sheep you're probably going to have to either like... Well, if, if you're not willing to defend them from predators, you probably shouldn't have them because it's a bit mean to just put them out there as like coyote bait um, or lion bait or whatever. Uh, like you might have to shoot something that looks like a dog if you don't want your sheep to die. And, and like it's just how it's going to go down, you know? Like uh, it, it's uh, like not everyone has to have livestock. I'm not a person who eats animals. So like it, it's... I mean, uh, I
6: think similar to chickens... Most people shouldn't have chickens or sheep. You know what I mean? The vast majority of people, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are better off not doing that just because like I don't think people realize the responsibility. Even with all this information, I think some people Mm -hmm. get too um they jump the gun for lack of a better fucking term. Yeah You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like don't be rushing into getting livestock. Like it's a it's very um like, I've seen people do that before. I've seen people do the whole, like, um, you know, I'll quit my job as a banker and come and live on a farm thing. And, like, I don't know, just don't. Like, go and go work on someone's farm, right? If you want to do that, you yeah. learn. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't grow up in this, like, there are a million things that I'm not telling you and I'm forgetting to tell you that I take for granted. Uh, and, like, uh, it it just it takes time and it's complicated. And, um, and sometimes it's very sad, right? Like I said, you get sick and they die and that's sad. And they... Get predated, and that's very sad. I mean, lambs get predated, it's really sad. So, like, I don't know, like, it's not for everyone. Uh, it's certainly having a flock of sheep is quite a big, and you can't, like, you know, you can't just be like, oh, right, well, I'm off to um, well, you need to, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yes, think a lot of people yeah. have
6: the land even necessary for that. So, I don't know,
4: yeah. Anyway, you need a, a few acres. I'm so
6: passionate about this that I actually have to go now. Um,
4: okay. <clears throat> <laughs> i'm, bye, I'm believe
6: it yes okay i have to record something else with That's this voice okay. so yeah uh until next time
4: yeah keep on podcasting bye, bye.
6: bye
3: shereen bye.
4: talk soon bye, bye. bye. thanks bye, bye. That's <laughs> okay we're gonna briefly cover lambing and then we're uh we can be done uh so uh like i said you can you can pick up orphan lambs good way to add to your flock um the thing with uh little baby lambs is when when they're first born right if the mother is either won't feed them sometimes she won't feed them uh or if it, she dies um they're gonna need what's called colostrum um you familiar with colostrum that name sounds more familiar no. <laughs> i feel like no, I've it read was I'm looking at that briefly it was like a athletic performance supplement tread but like it's um it's mm-hmm. the milk that comes in the first twenty-four hours. It's extra rich. Oh. Um hmm. so need all. Yeah, or, or from whatever animal, right? any, any mammal right. I would imagine.
3: Um milk produced by the memory glands of humans and other mammals immediately following delivery of the newborn.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's a better <laughs> summary than I made. Thank you, Daniel. Uh Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, always. Um so they're gonna need about five hundred mils on the first day. I think it's about a pint. Um, it's uh, you want it to be warm, so you can buy frozen colostrum. You can buy powdered colostrum, uh, but you don't want to microwave it. The colostrum has some antibodies in it, which um, help the little sheep's uh, like stomach, I suppose, get ready for the world. Um, so that's why you don't want to microwave it. Um, so generally, they're pretty easy to bottle feed. Like the, if you stick your finger in, the lamb will just like start sucking on that it's a good sign that it, it's, it, you know, it's ready to bottle feed and it's easy to bottle feed. Uh, so like you can sometimes do that as kind of a way to lure them in and then start bottle feeding them. Uh, sometimes you have to sort of rub them a bit to get them to feed. Um, and then uh, they they like to have their milk powder. If, they, if you're doing powdered milk, right, if, with these orphan lamps, about every four hours, um, and you're just going to gradually increase the amount you feed them. Uh, and, you know, they'll need things like a heat lamp, right, uh, to keep them warm because they don't have that big heat sink of their mom and bedding and water and, and um you know a bit later you can it's a bit easier right you can get a bucket with teats so you just you're literally screwing the teats that go on a milk bottle onto the onto the bucket instead so they can drink out of that um, but um it's a lot of work getting off a lounge they go they, they'll want to eat about every four hours it doesn't matter if you're sleeping they still want to eat so like I can remember doing that a lot when was little um, and uh You can get, uh, like, once the lamb gets a bit older, you're going to want to do things like uh, you might want to castrate it, depending, you might want to dock its tail, depending. You might want to vaccinate it, or you do want to vaccinate it. Um, But also, like, they need time to be social with other sheep. So, like, you can't just get one orphan lamb and raise it, like, some kind of sheep person. They need to play with other sheep. They need time to run around. Um, uh, They can be quite fun. They'll follow you around often the little orphan sheep, like you can sort of run around and they'll follow you around. So that's kind of fun. Um and then you do eventually, like if you're especially if you're raising a lot of orphan lambs, you're gonna have ram lambs, right? And and so you're either gonna have to castrate those or sell them. Um because you're you're gonna create an issue of inbreeding within your flock otherwise. If, mm. if you just, just keep all the lambs, right? Um and so that's the thing to think about. If you're gonna have sheep at some point, you're either going to need to buy more or breed them. And if you're going to breed them, what are you going to do with the ram lambs? Um, so you, you can castrate them; they become weathers, and that's generally where meat comes from that that people eat. Um you don't want to participate in that. Uh, you're just going to pass it on to someone else, right? You, mm. you know, they, they, uh, unfortunately, this is you know commercial agriculture. Even if you right. don't eat meat, like it's about killing animals, uh, right. which is why I don't like. do that um yeah so with lambs um when you've got pregnant ewes you'll want to scan them see how many lambs there are that helps you make feeding decisions for the pregnant ewe Um, that's uh sort of when you can uh look at um like how many lambs are coming right how much does she need to eat uh and then once you've done this you want to get your barn ready for lambing just put we used to use pallets you know pallets things come on when you buy like a lot of sheep food for instance you know comes on a pallet the forklift can get under you can just use those to separate out little stalls for them to lamb in put some straw in there um and then when they lamb uh just because again they've been bred selectively for so long they can sometimes struggle struggle to deliver um and if you're of the means to do so having a vet of course is lovely right like a large animal vet um but generally people who are farming commercially don't have the the resources to do that it's just it's just not doesn't fit with you know the cost of doing that so you mostly do it yourself like i've done it a lot you um, you'll want to get yourself a full arm glove like a full plastic glove uh that guess like a sleeve glove and then you can you can do a lot in terms of like turning the lamb around if it's coming out the wrong way or uh, helping the delivery mm-hmm. um I'll, I'll leave you to google that uh on your own time um but I you just need to all that one no it's uh, isn't yeah it's a miracle of life Daniel. um <laughs> Then you just <laughs> beautiful in thing. its own ways.
3: Beautiful in its own ways. <laughs> oh.
4: Yeah, it's really sweet when you get the lamb out and you're like, Oh yeah, I turned it around and it's it it pops up and it does a little shake and it stands on its little feet. It's very sweet. It's kind of amazing compared to human babies. Human babies come out, and like I've seen a few human babies, and they're just like not particularly useful or capable in in their early life. <laughs> but lambs come out, and they like they get up, and they can run around, and they can suckle, and like you know within twenty four hours, they're they're like a functional tiny sheep. Um, so that that's kind of nice. So you do want to when they when they're uh, when they're born, right? You just sort of get into their little little nose and mouth area and just clear that from anything that might be blocking it, just so they can breathe. Um, you can use a bit of straw to get into the little nostrils um just just to sort of get any any mucus or whatever out um and then you cut the umbilical cord up and disinfect that just with some iodine um i think you can see actually though i sent you one picture of a lamb last night where it's you can see where it's been disinfected and it's umbilical cord um uh sometimes you you just want to strip a couple of like you just want to check that the you can give milk sometimes the teats can get plugged up when they're pregnant you just go, give it a little It'll squeeze. Um, yeah, so then, then within a week, you're going to want to do things like docking tails and castrating. Um, some some breeds can lamb outside, uh, but some can't. So again, this is all stuff to consider when you're trying to buy your sheep, right? Um, the last thing I've got about lambing is sometimes the ewes will reject the lamb. You can either try and like hold the ewe in place so the lamb can suckle, uh, or if she's really hurting them, then you take them away and then you have to look after them yourself. And then they become your little friends, and you can give them names. Aww. Yeah, it's very sweet. Uh, <laughs> Fine. Like I said, <laughs> unfortunately, a sad, like they we'll, also sweet. Yeah, yeah, right. Like uh, this is a thing with commercial agriculture, right? Like it's uh, the nature of the thing. Like if you're if you have cattle, what are you going to do with the with the uh, you know any male offspring of any species, right? Even if you just had the sheep, and you want to have them for milk. Cool, but like they're not gonna continue lactating for their whole life. So they're gonna to have to have lambs. And if they're gonna to have to have lambs, you're gonna to have to decide what you want to do with the ram lambs. And so it is a difficult thing. It's not for everyone. But yeah, sheep, wonderful creatures, very friendly. Uh you know, if you're walking past, you could you could see if someone's trained them to to come to the word sheep just by shouting sheep at them. Uh <laughs> and if not, you know, passers by will think you've correctly identified the species. So <laughs> <laughs> big dub for you either way uh yeah it, the sheep is a wonderful animal uh it's are very friendly of all the farm animals i think they're my favorite and just growing up around them if you're small like you know only do it if you're a very little human probably not old enough to listen to some of the content we broadcast uh if you're <laughs> aged want to be in like single digits but you can ride them um you can sort of sit on them <gasps> Fold on their shoulders and ride them around wow really oh. um th- th- it's it's not a controlled experience like it's just gonna <laughs> run because it doesn't it doesn't want you on its back and it you know it might not be very nice oh. for the sheep thinking about it but uh yeah there's many <coughs> ma- many wonderful things you can do with sheep they're very rewarding to have i will say but yeah it's sad it's also a, a difficult thing so uh yeah it, it, it's something to consider if you if you do milk them they make Good cheese. I think that that's the primary reason that people dairy sheep is for cheese. I don't think Great. many people are drinking sheep milk. Um, you know, please don't let me know if you are. It's fine. I'm happy for you. Uh, but <laughs> there's no need. There's no need to share. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Sheep. The uh, every every wool pair of socks, every wool jumper that you have, every uh sheep's cheese that you eat comes from these wonderful animals. Now you know a little love more it. about and you can get sheep soap too that's my last plug for this uh, sheep soap looks like a sheep uh, but in the middle of it it's so cute it's, yeah it's very good for washing your hands and um, maybe one day we'll have cool zone media sheep soap for you to buy
3: yeah i saw pictures of it and it was uh that's a pass for me but uh, you know what there's a lot of people out there who love merch so all, all more power more power to them
4: yeah disappointing daniel anti-sheep action but <laughs> Yeah, post pictures of your sheep uh, and tag me on various social media. Someone, some people already do, uh, but yeah, that, that's about all I got on sheep. Any, any sheep questions before we go?
3: I mean, you know, no. I will say each new sheep fact brought up another sheep question. But uh, I think you did a great mm-hmm. job of explaining uh, owning sheep, taking care of sheep, rearing sheep, lambing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I've I've come away uh, with a, with a with a whole bale full of Knowledge about sheepies, Mia. What about you?
5: <laughs> yeah, I've I've learned. I've there's the sheep flippers. I can't get sheep over you turn The sheep, sheep flippers sideways. Is great.
3: yeah. RKOing your sheep to, to shoot them is great.
4: <laughs> yeah, you, we can do one where you teach me what an RKO is, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <I've>,
3: <laughs> I will teach you by showing you, as opposed to performing
4: it. But yes, I will. I will definitely okay. teach you. Yeah, that's, that's our next live show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah enjoy the stuff that you now know about sheep everyone yeah
3: and uh this has been it could happen here uh find us on the internet at cool zone media or Mm -hmm. it It could happen here pod right i never do this happen here pod but i know it needs to happen happen here pod that's what Mm -hmm. it is thank you
4: yeah Um, yeah put it it into the search engine of your choice it'll come up uh do you guys want to plug anything before we leave Mia, you go first. Oh, I got nothing. I, uh,
5: I got. I got. Uh, Elon Musk got me, so I don't have social media anymore. There you go. Uh, yeah,
4: yeah. I guess if you're in the U.S., check out Navajo Churro Sheep. They're yeah. Very cool. Okay. Navajo Churro Sheep Association. Hey, uh, you know it's good to support in, um, indigenous folks. The rest of us would oh, be yeah. sheep farming on stolen land. So
3: <laughs> facts. Yeah. It's all stolen. Yep. Everything we're doing is all stolen land. Uh, you can <laughs> check me out on Twitch. I'm. Twitch.tv slash dj underscore daniel that's it
4: magic thank you daniel cool all right let's end it
0: it could happen here is a production of cool zone media for more podcasts from cool zone media visit our website coolzonemedia.com or check us out on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts you can find sources for it could happen here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources thanks for listening
1: Right Rug Flooring.